Welcome to the Melanin Money Show with your host, George Achenpong and Carter Cofield. We're on a mission to decrease the wealth gap by $100 billion and in the process, creating 100,000 new first-generation millionaires. And we want you to be one of them. So listen to our show for weekly tips on personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship as we help you navigate your journey to your first $1 million in net worth and beyond. What's up, guys? Welcome in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And just like every episode, we have an amazing episode for you all today. We're going to be um, talking to my brother's good friend and one of the best in the AI space. Tess, what's good? What's good with you, brother? Bro, I'm blessed. How are you? I'm blessed, man. Happy, happy to have you here. Well, we're definitely glad to have you on the show. Carter has uh, spoken very highly of you. Um, says you bring a lot of value, and I've seen some of your ads. I'm like, okay, yeah, you got, got some game, got some sauce. Yeah. Appreciate it, appreciate okay, it. Um, yeah, he had an ad where he's talking to himself. He got an ad where AI is talking for him. And he didn't even create the ad. No, this man's crazy. But before Different. we get into that, before we get into that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Tez, just give us a little bit of uh, background, man. Who you are. And um, a little bit about you know what you do, but like, you know with the journey of because I know you, I know you have an amazing story, so I don't want that to go um, unseen on the audience. So give us your background, your story, man. You know how you got here. Absolutely. First, I want to give you your flowers, bro. You know I'm big on giving people their flowers while they're still here. So definitely got to commend both of y'all, black men, giving the game out, really trying to pave the way for other people to you know obviously do something successful for themselves so they could take care of their family because that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Dantes Akram. I go by the real Tez. 24 years old from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and really my story started when I had my daughter at 18. Um, I feel like that was like the catalyst moment in my life where I had to define who I was as a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have my dad there all the time. Um, I was raised by my mom, uncles. And for me, it was really big to just be a man. And like, I never was the type of person, even when I was younger, if I failed, I never blamed nobody else. I always said it was my fault. So I always carried this weight of the world on my shoulders, but it pushed me to be an even significant, an even more significant man in that sense mm-hmm. at a young age. Um, but at first, when I started, um, when I first got out of high school, my daughter was born. So there was no college. There was no none of that stuff. It was 2.6 GPA. Um, I had the choice to go to college, but it was like, do you want to be a dad or do you want to go be a student? And I was like, I'm going to choose the dad route. So I picked up a job. I was working at a factory making 10 an hour. Um, and at the time I was sleeping on the floor in section eight because my mom kicked me out the house. So life got rough and I had a daughter, a newborn. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what do I do? And that's when like, one day I just was like, you know what? I need to like find a side hustle. And I was big on like, I never wanted to be a mm. business owner. And it was just like, I just need to figure out something. Like I was just a lost high school person, you know? Yeah. And um, that's when I started uh, selling do-rags. So I started going to a beauty supply store. So most people don't know, I used to live in Egypt for four years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I lived in Egypt. Yeah, so I speak Arabic, I'm Muslim, like, Really? Yeah, so most people never knew that. But okay. I saw you doing Ramadan, bro, and yeah. I was like, yeah, he a better man than me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On vacation, guys. like, yeah. doing Ramadan, man, it was tough. Yeah. It was crazy, but for the most part, man, like, I, I have built a really good relationship with a guy who owned a beauty supply store, and, you know, a lot of them are Arabic, so mm-hmm. it was really easy for me to build a connection with him, and I think one of the mm-hmm. first things he noticed is that I was black, I came in there and I spoke Arabic to him because I heard him speaking Arabic to one of the other people who worked there, gotcha. and um, I started buying these do-rags, and at the time, I only bought, like, five or ten. And I didn't have no type of social media following. I was mm-hmm. just posting on my story just to try to get somebody to buy these do-rags off me so I could make a profit. Yeah. So I was buying them for $3. I was selling them for 5 but I was delivering them pe- to people. So I was charging between like 5 to $15 for delivery. Mm-hmm. And that's gotcha. where I was able to make my profit. Gotcha. Um, and then eventually we turned it into a business called Snaggerag. 
scaled that business, started my clothing brand, One Love, gave my daughter 50% ownership, scaled that business, um, started a Discord community because people kept asking me like, yo, how do I like build my own clothing brand? All right, mm -hmm. I said, cool, I'm gonna give you all the game. And at the time, most people were selling courses for thousands of dollars. And I was like, you know what? Entry level coming in $25. And then we did over 6,000 people in our first, it was like first six, seven months mm -hmm. um, just from buying a $25. And then I kept like realizing like there was different problems that needed to be solved. So mm -hmm. I just dropped course after course after course solving each problem. But then I just noticed that my results start going up so crazy mm -hmm. from the students. And then eventually we got up to like 9,000 members in our discord right now. Um, you know, all of them thriving with their brands, sports betting stocks. And um, yeah, that's kind of like how I got to where I am now. After that, like AI was really like, yeah. how do I automate everything that I'm doing? But how do I take my my level of uh, knowledge to the next level? Got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because AI is a very hot topic right now, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about it. Um, of course, one that most people know about is ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, from, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, the breadth of the AI space. So tell us about kind of like, um, what you're seeing in AI and kind of how you're using it today in your business. Yeah, I'm realizing like a lot of companies are now starting to adapt it even faster than I thought they would probably. Um, and obviously because I think what most people think, like they don't think about the reduced cost fee like feature of, of how you would adapt to mm -hmm. utilizing AI. And I think when people think about AI taking their jobs, they're not thinking about the business owner's standpoint on this because our job is just to be more profitable. Mm -hmm. So right. from my standpoint, now that I'm kind of looking back at things is really just like, how can we give out more solutions at an even faster pace without me doing as much work? Right. And the reason I even wanted to like really learn about AI and even talk about it is because I mm -hmm. feel like in the black community, we've always been like steps behind. On everything. On everything, on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I'm young and I think people, I have a, a pretty good hone in on my audience. And it's just mm -hmm. like, I have a lot of young people. So how can I get them this information? I can help them get to the next level. So I, I, I break down ChatGPT. I break down what AI is and why you would even know uh, need to know about it. Because it's something that's going to be around for the rest of our lives. Like that's going to be the one thing that takes human evolution, uh, evolution to the next level. And I think if we don't learn how to use it, fast enough, mm -hmm. we just gonna be behind again. And that's yeah. the unfortunate part. And I always, you know, I always like joke with um like my friends, like you know how in our parents' generation, like, or my parents at least, I'm a little bit older than you, how they like weren't as like in tune with technology and they needed our help. Yeah. And we and we laugh at that. Get them like, a phone, you have to set it up for them. Like right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like you, you might laugh at that, but like this could be you, but even worse, because technology has advanced dramatically since that era. So mm -hmm. I think it's so important for people to understand the evolutions in technology and how they can, you know, adapt to it. Yeah, I mean, I think people, we have to take a step back and kind of look at how things have operated in the past. You know, even if you look at clothing, right? Like all the stuff that was in back in the 80s and the 90s mm. is coming back in now. Yeah. True. So it's the same thing with business, it, you know, even with Blockbuster, there was mm -hmm. Netflix, you know what yep. I mean? Before it was radio and then there was the internet and then there mm -hmm. was television. And then it's like, this is just something that we need to, we need to learn the cycles of how business right. works. And over a period of time, how can we step in and solve a problem so our families and the, the generations after us can mm -hmm. take advantage of the fruits of our labor. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One question that's not directly related to AI, but I think is important for audience. We, we like speak to like a lot of entrepreneurs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, I feel like we live in a, 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 a screenshot era where it's like, if you said this before, but you're doing this now, like they try to, you know, make basically make it seem like you're contradicting yourself. So mm -hmm. how have you been able to take the ownership of doing something 
being successful at it and just deciding to pivot without feeling like, man, like people knew me for selling clothes or people knew me for do-rags. Now they know me for AI without people feeling like you're like just, you know, all over the place. Yeah. I, I think, you know, honestly, that was one of the hardest maneuvers. And yeah, I remember, I remember you stressing out about it, bro. You're oh like, bro, God. I want to make this shift, but I don't know how. I'm like, bro, if this is what you want to do, you got to just do that joint. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I realized, you know, there's, there's very unique things about myself and about you and about you. And everybody mm -hmm. has their unique uh, thing that they bring to the marketplace. Right. And I think for me, I just realized like, there's only certain things that I can do and I can mm -hmm. say, and I can present. And right. regardless of the opinions of the masses, it really doesn't matter because if I'm doing what makes me happy and if I'm mm -hmm. doing something that's moving the needle forward for my community, right. whoever's saying anything negative, you're not, you're not contributing as much. So I can't right. really value what you say. And for me personally, you know, managing a bunch of different businesses required me hiring on a bunch of people. So like we have over 20 people that work with me now and it's kind of difficult to manage all of those things and mm -hmm. then keep this business at this point and this business at this point and, you know, still get this one to get to this point. Like it's a lot of maneuvering, but I think like, that's what I was built for. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people say, you know, start with one business. And I fully agree now that I've had the five years of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and I've been in, I've, I've made a lot of huge mistakes, but I've made a lot of money and I've lost mm -hmm. a lot of money. Now that I realize it, that's best way for most beginners. Right. But once you get to a point, like if you're very ambitious, like some mm -hmm. of us, like where we can manage couple, a couple different things, you may not be great at it, but most people never look at the long term, you know, right, like right. if I dedicate 10 years to focusing on these three things, these three things I could possibly exit. You know, that's something right. that I'm in talks with right now is exiting my discord community. You know, it's right. like, you know, and people don't talk about six, seven figure deals and doing mm, stuff right. like that. So it's like, it's just being able to think farther than just one year from now, two years from now. I'm always it thinking takes. three to five years from now. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard for people to think that way because it's like, at the end of the day, like, got to pay the bills today. Or it's yeah. like, you know, this is what's right in front of me. But, and if you believe that mm -hmm. you're going to be here for the next five, 10, 15 years, you have to put effort into understanding how can I start to build what that's going to look like today. But it's not an easy feat. And I commend you at 24, yep. 24 to have, have that foresight that speaks, that speaks volumes of who you are as a person. I appreciate it. Um, since I know AI is a, a new space, mm -hmm. um, we typically don't get like super deep and tactical in the podcast, but I do think it would be helpful to highlight some of the more prominent prominent tools that you feel like people should know about mm -hmm. as they start to explore in their journey of learning more about AI. Have you ever been chilling on your couch and you were maybe trying to find something to watch on TV, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime, Stars? I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays, right? Um, maybe you've already binge watched that favorite series and it's over and you're just trying to find something else to watch. But imagine if you spent that energy trying to find creative, and impactful content that can help you level up your journey towards your first 1 million in net worth. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks, which is a complete library of past workshops and masterclasses where you can learn different topics across personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship on your journey towards your first 1 million in net worth. So head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about financial flicks as well as all the other great features that you can find inside of our Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. Yeah, and so, real quick before that, because we all, I know you got hella apps, but like some people are scared of this, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I want to I want to shut that fear down. Absolutely. Because if they, if they don't, they don't, they're not going to listen to the game you're about to give. So mm -hmm. like you said something that my, we spoke about a bit the other day, like AI won't replace people. Mm. People that know how to use AI will replace people. Exactly. So like 
AI, it's, it won't replace you if you learn how to use it. Right. So I think it's vital what you're doing because you're teaching people how to steer the, how to steer the car Mm -hmm. and not just let it go out, you know, go off road. So I want to commend you for that. And also like, what, what, what can you first tell somebody who's scared of AI to, to, to get them to like want to start adapting it? I've realized that a lot of people, when they usually fear something, is because they don't know anything about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, you will actually, if you, and I just, I promise y'all, like, man, like, there's, I really try to get on these podcasts and really try to, like, figure out what can I say to, like, sink in somebody's brain, mm-hmm. yeah. like, plant the seed. If you just go do research for, like, just two hours, mm-hmm. just on, like, how to use ChatGPT, that one thing, once you learn it, you're going to be like, yo, like, that's... <sighs> Yeah. mind-blowing yeah. like everything changes i never write emails no more i don't have to hire somebody to write an email even the email team that i use now they use ai to write it's, yeah. I, like it's not that i won't go hire the person who's going to do it yeah. but it's just that i know that this is going to be um more it's going to convert better for me yeah. right it's so, going to make your job easy to do i don't exactly. care how easy i don't care how long it takes you to get your job done mm-hmm. just get the job done right yes right. You know and, what I'm saying? and be able to exponentially increase the output right mm-hmm. because before you might be able to charge me a thousand dollars for 10 emails like bro like, that's dead right that's you know what i'm saying i'll still hire you to manage it yeah. right but yeah. I, you i'm not paying you a thousand dollars for 10 emails yeah. absolutely and i think people with who are working nine to fives or if you have your own business it's a way of lessening the amount of work increasing your roi for mm-hmm. your business because when you work for somebody or something like that your your end goal is to and their end goal for hiring you is to increase their overall bottom line right and i think the faster we understand that we can increase our own bottom line by utilizing these things and i don't mean just by money i mean by your your level of of knowledge Mm -hmm. if you learn how to ask the right questions and that's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite parts about ai is it's all reverse engineering we are in the like right now in today's society we're always forward thinking but we never look at like okay well this was the solution but how did they even get there we never look at the the steps before they even got to this solution and i learned this a lot from alex hermosius his ability to break down a solution or break down a problem into little minuscule things and then working backwards on solving that problem and i think that it changed everything like this and this is how it happened within the last eight months of me like really like reprogramming how i think now all of all i'm doing is asking the right questions and i'll find the right answer at some point in time you you, you said something i think actually i'm probably gonna butcher it but it was from alex ramosi too that reminded me of something he said Mm. he was like because you said just take two hours right so it's like most people just never take that first hour so it's like it didn't take you five years to learn it it just took you five years to to start that first hour and so that's the key um but no i I just thought that 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 was key because so many people just think things are so hard and they don't want to touch on or do it but just sit down and explore it yeah you know what i mean um but yeah so back to the uh the tools right mm-hmm. like what what are and i don't want to oversimplify uh if oversimplify but i do think if people could understand um some key things that could benefit them in their business or their life that they're just unaware of i would love to hear you share some of the some of your top picks absolutely yeah. um so i think ai tools are very prominent right now uh mm-hmm. just because it's able to even you know we spoke yesterday with uh what's her name uh Sw- elise i think elise Wolps, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. she was talking about jasper ai and that's mm-hmm. primarily for content but i think a, a lot of the older general like older people right now they feel like they can't build a good business or work smarter or they, they're just not tech savvy and things like that mm-hmm. and i realized like these are the solutions specifically for them and for the newer people to be even more advanced by using these things so mm-hmm. it, it, it gives everybody an option to do right. better right. and what i've realized is that like all of the different tools that i personally use like if i wanted to clone myself right mm-hmm. like if i don't want to make content anymore myself mm-hmm. and i want to just take a picture of myself and have it talking 
you can use this uh this AI tool called D Dash ID, and basically you upload an image and then you speak to it mm-hmm. whatever you wanted to say, and mm-hmm. then it'll literally take your mouth and it'll say it. Um, even with like um Photoshop, you know, every company right now, Microsoft, Adobe, like everybody is actually utilizing AI within their business because it enhances how people are able to get the outputs, the results gotcha. that they want. And you know, even with like Photoshop, being able to select a select uh, a select a portion of an image and then type in what you wanted to have mm-hmm. in that image, and then it automatically pops up. Like that's game changing for designers. That's game changing right. for people who do photography. That's game changing for me. If I wanted to be at Drake's house one day, <laughs> I could put it in Drake's yeah, house. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But that's it's crazy. just it's it's yeah. a layer deeper. But there's so many of them. Like logo AI. If you don't um, know how to really make logos, you don't want to pay mm-hmm. somebody on Fiverr. You know, even if you look at freelancers, the prices are starting to significantly change now. Yeah, You're yeah. not getting paid the same because right. AI has made it so easy for people to get those yeah. things. And I think the thing that people don't get about technology advances is, is market efficiency, Yeah, right? Like TVs used to cost more than they cost now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's because like at the time it took so much to make it. Mm-hmm. And so it's better for the consumer when technology, but the consumer is the one that's scared of it. It's like, no, like this can actually be more beneficial for you if you understand the power of this evolution. Are you an aspiring first generation millionaire who's looking to march towards their first one million in net worth? If you are, then I strongly encourage you to consider joining the Melanin Millionaires Club. Inside the Melanin Millionaires Club, you're going to get access to a complete library of elective courses that will help you navigate towards your journey of your first one million in net worth. You're going to receive access to My Wealth Health which is a dashboard that allows you to track your financial progress in real time. You're going to get access to live workshops and masterclasses, and you're going to get access to our past library recording of all of our masterclasses and workshops called Financial Clicks. Not to mention, you're going to receive access to our flagship feature called Pocket Advisor, where you get access to a financial coach in real time. This is by far one of my favorite features of the platform, and there's so much more. All you have to do to learn more is go to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to see how you can take advantage of all these benefits and become a first generation millionaire. See you inside the club. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's bro, there's so many like I, I every time I find a new AI tool, I just put it in my notes. Cause like yeah. I might not use it now, mm-hmm. right. but throughout the next three years, is high probability that I'll probably use it. Yeah, and exactly. there's so many. So like there's Exod. You know, you can have um, you can have AI run your Facebook ads for you. Like out of all the people who are charging thousands yeah, of dollars man. in percentages, yeah, yeah thousands, 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 literally, yeah, and people don't have that right now. Yeah. And it's like I had to realize like I have to give the information to them because they don't have it. You know, yeah. Exod. I think they charge like 150 a month, and this is by uh, you know there. This is no promotion or anything like that, but this is just game, just to give people. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's 150 a month, and they run the ads for you. You you tell it the Sorry, budget, yeah. you give it the creatives, and it'll turn off the ad sets that aren't not- supposed to be. Jeez. Yeah. It makes the job easier for you. So yeah. it's like the the ability to make more excuses is just yeah. getting lessened. Mm-hmm. You know what also I think it'll do is it'll create a meritocracy. So for example, I'm a people person, relationship guy. Like I like my team, like, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like, I'm never going to see an AI tool and be like, oh, found this AI tool, you're gone. It's, gonna, yeah. it's always going to be like a, hey, here's this market efficiency. Um, at the end of the day, this is this is the out, outcome I would like to have happen. If you can match it, I'll still pay you, honestly, because I just mm. want the outcome. Yeah. I, for me, it's not that much about profitability, unless it's like killing my bottom line, mm. right? So I'll give you a chance to match the outcome or leverage it to improve our business. But if you can't, like, 
it would be crazy. Like you, you'd be crazy. It'd be crazy of me to not consider using AI. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I think just giving people opportunity to improve their skills or understand how to leverage AI so that it can be a win-win for everybody. Cause at the end of the day, as business owners, we just want to be more profitable. We want to increase yeah. our bottom line. We don't want to fire or cut people, but it just has to make sense. Yeah. And one thing that Alex Ramosi was talking about him saying, and I love this. He said he challenged all of his team members to find three AI softwares that could possibly replace you. Mm-hmm. All of them, assistant, team, ads, whatever. Yep. And everybody found the three. They're like scared that he was going to fire him. He said, yeah. no, now use these tools to do your job better. Yeah. I don't care how many hours you work. Right. Like, right, to get the job done now. So like p- the people that are scared of, you might be able to find tools that can make your job easy. Cause again, somebody still needs to manage it. Yeah. Right. Somebody needs to work it. So like people actually with AI have the opportunity to make the same amount of money, but do less work right. because it's business. Owner, we're not tracking your hours necessarily. Right. We just want to get the job done. Right. And it might be able to make more. You might be, cause yeah. now you're doing your job better. You might deserve a raise now. Right. You know, deserve saying? a raise or leverage the AI to optimize what, what you're doing, which yeah. creates more profit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. But you just can't be scared of it. Yeah, yeah, you can be. I mean, and that's that's what I've realized is the biggest thing right now is we're so scared of it. Yeah. You know, people think AI, iRobot. <laughs> and and yeah. as funny as it sounds, and, and you know, it sounds really funny when you say it. We ain't that far away from but it. But we really not that far away. You know, yeah, you gotta yeah, really yeah. start looking at the ethical standpoints of this when you start mm-hmm. when you start really doing research outside of bottom lines and all of that stuff, and you start yeah. looking at things from like a ethical standpoint, right? It's like, you know, what do you do if somebody ends up creating a fake video with Joe Biden saying we're going to war with Russia mm-hmm. and then that gets over there mm-hmm. and then they take it Seriously. and they they oh we are cool. We gonna hit. We gonna hit first. Yeah, right. Start whole wars. It's the same thing with the stock market. You know, mm-hmm. they took an image. Oh yeah, I saw that. Of a, yeah. Like they took an image, and it was like I think it was a plane that like crashed into the Pentagon or something. Like yeah, that. it yeah. crashed into the Pentagon. The market dropped. I think it was like I can't remember exactly what. I think it was three four percent, and it was, it was like, like yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was like off of an image on Twitter. But the problem is, is media, you know, media controls a lot of the narratives. Mm-hmm. So when they take an image and they don't do no back, like no right. back research, because mm-hmm. they just want to instill fear in you. Yeah. yeah. So when they just throw it up there, you're scared. Now the market's scared. And you know what they say? When you fear, you sell. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it, it's just common things that we just got to be looking at. Like, whoa. Yeah. I think every new technology uh, creates a new problem that has to be solved. But the yeah. rate at which technology accelerates, we have to figure out how to speed up the solution, mm-hmm. right? So when the car was first invented, it took them 75 years to uh, invent the seatbelt, mm-hmm. right? We can't do that now with the internet. We can't wait 75 years or even seven years sometimes. Um, but my personal opinion is I think that like decentralization of media was a good thing, right? Because mm-hmm. we there was no gatekeepers, but it created the problem of fake news. It yeah. created the problem of what you just said. So what I think AI and blockchain technology are going to be able to do is now we're going to have to figure out a way to automate mm-hmm. um, authenticity yeah. as it relates to this because the speed at which this news is going to happen with the advancement of AI is going to be too fast, yeah. right? Even now with just regular social media, fake news gets spewed too quickly, right? So imagine mm-hmm. with AI, how real that can, how, how real that will become. So my personal prediction is that I think there's going to be inflection point between AI and some type of verification, whether it's blockchain or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. that will help solve the decentralized media problem in terms of authenticity. And I think that will be a good thing that comes from it all. I think we've seen a form of it with Twitter and Instagram doing the verification. 
mm-hmm. um, because there were so many fake pages. Yep. <clears throat> um, and that's just one layer of it. Right. But I do think, again, blockchain is so like, and this is why I give a lot of credit to 19 Keys mm-hmm. for really being that forward thinker, really getting people hip to these things in our communities a lot faster and really just being a thought leader. I, after doing a lot of research myself, the blockchain is something that we're going to have to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not if, it's, it's just a matter of when, mm-hmm. right. you know, and like what you do with the dollar, I don't even feel comfortable keeping a whole bunch of money in the bank. You know, right now, I think it's in Canada right now, they won't even let you take out more than a thousand dollars of your own money. So at that point, what do you do? Yeah. Right. It's crazy. You have to transfer it somewhere. And that's why cryptocurrency is so important is because not because you can trade it and do all of those things. No, it's because you have ownership of what whatever you you've been able to produce. Right. So if you sell a company, not only are you going to get uh, not as not only is it going to be put on the blockchain and then it you can be it can be authenticated. Right. Mm-hmm. But on top of that. Right. You have the information there. You can go back and backdate it to this right, one sorry. thing. But on top of that, it's just like you have ownership of what you of what you own. And it's yeah. Like right now, you think you own a hundred thousand dollars, but you can't go take a hundred thousand out. Right. Yeah. Julian just posted something about that. He had to go like three or four different banks yeah. uh to get his money. Yeah, it's crazy. Sick. I mean, and then you gotta think like, and this is this is the crazy part. You know, I've talked about I talked to it with a couple other financial people, and they were saying, like, okay, well, what do you do when they make their own coin? Mm. And then and then they try to minimize what you do with all the other coins, and then they have complete control of you. Mm. And that's why I think, you know, without being like too crazy saying something too crazy. You know, Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I do be feeling like, you know, the government, you got to keep an eye out on stuff, man. Like, I mean, so I, was, I mean, obviously we don't have to go do this conspiracy theory, but when uh, they came up with their own version of Cash App or something. Uh, like yeah, owner, Fed Now or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, then the owner of, of Cash App died the same day, so he's got to be, you know, cognizant um, of that stuff. But on a, more positive track, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go down the rabbit hole. Hey, listen, we just listen. Yeah, 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 yeah come yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But now, um, how? What have been some significant ways that you've used AI to um, help uh, your clients or customers or or, or help your business owner friends? What's what are some of the best ways you've leveraged AI uh, to help others? I guess absolutely. So number one is enhancing product descriptions. Okay, um, okay. I'm in e-commerce still, mm-hmm. so I had to go through and look at all my descriptions for my products, okay. and I asked it based off the des- description here, what would allow my my product to convert better if you just looked at this one layer, enhance it, it, make it better. That's number one. Number two is emails. You know, I think a lot of people sleep on emails. I think the third one too is even more important than the second one is text messages. More people are opening up text messages than emails right now. Big facts. So how can I make my hook so good without me thinking so much? Because for Mm -hmm. me to sit down and come up with a a banger hook Mm -hmm. might take me a little minute, Mm -hmm. but for me to sit down and ask ChatGPT to give me 25 different hooks, it could take two minutes less. So that's another way we've been able to do it. Um, Also sales pitches, Um, you know, within my sales team, if our pitch is just off, we'll go through and have AI actually look over it. Um, Mm -hmm. There's, they're coming out with certain um, AI tools where you can have it look over an entire website and based off of a heat map, it can tell you exactly like dropping off. Exactly. Mm, so where's fire. the drop off on here? How do we enhance it? Okay, well, you completely clip this or you change this word or you maybe instead of putting this video here, you put an image here mm-hmm. so they can scroll right past and then you put the video down here because it's not a necessity. It's not going to help mm-hmm. your conversions. So gotcha. those are just a couple of different ways. That's fire. Yeah, yeah. that's fire. Yeah, I know fire. Alex Ramosi, um, you know, I watched one of his videos as well. I, I watch a lot of his content. Yeah. I really love him. Um, he uses um, another form of DID where basically, um, I think it's Synthesia. I think he uses basically like 
just AI versions of you, right? And basically in emails, he has a voice recording. So basically I saw that. I he saw never said, like he says people's names, yeah. but it's never him making it. He sat down and made it once. And then yeah. you got thousands of these videos being yeah. sent out through emails. He's like, so he's like, hey, personal. Tez, we're really excited to work with you. And exactly. we have your interview coming up, like, <laughs> but it's not him actually talking. You know what's funny? Cause we can technically do that right now. And, I, and it works so well. I got a, here's a hack for entrepreneurs. If you see somebody who's great at marketing, let's say email marketing, right? hack their email marketing like just subscribe to whatever they got yep. pay attention to their emails eventually you're gonna see one like ooh I could use that could you imagine having a financial coach that at any given time you could ask your questions in real time from a real expert and get real advice to be honest Pocket Advisor is the flagship feature in my opinion, of the Melanin Millionaires Club. And when I originally created this platform, for those of you who may not know this, Pocket Advisor was actually the name and the primary feature back in 2021. But when I rebranded to the Melanin Millionaires Club, I knew that no matter what we added or changed, Pocket Advisor had to stay because we have democratized financial advice by giving you access to a real financial expert in real time. There is no other financial education platform that you'll find something like this that's actually backed by a financial advisor. One of the top 100 in the nation, I might add. So if you're looking to get financial education in your pocket in real time, head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Pocket Advisor, as well as all the other great benefits and features that you can find as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. So I saw, I did this like eight months ago. So we have like a membership community. Mm -hmm. And one of the emails was from the founder of that community. Like when you sign up, it says, Hey, thanks so much. I was checking my emails and I saw that you signed up and I just had to reach out. Now we know, right? right. He didn't he didn't see it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to reach out. Um I wanted to wanted to say hi. Hey, copy this part of the message and, and shoot me a DM on Instagram so we can connect further. And when I tell you I get so many followers and messages from that because of the personalization. Now imagine if you that was video or an audio note. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that would be super powerful. So I'm gonna try to yeah. figure that out. Yeah, yeah. facts. Yeah. Facts. You so, um you showed us an interesting way. Well, how to use ChatGBT. Mm. We spoke at my event yesterday and I never thought about doing this, but you said before using ChatGBT, you have to you have to frame it so it knows how to think. Exactly. Because you can't just let it think wildly because it won't give you the right answer. Mm. So can you just go into that like how, you know, before you ask it a question, you may, you teach it how to think yeah. so that it can give you a better answer. Absolutely. I think right now um, we're very like uh, I think humans right now, we're just very simple minded when we go use AI. Mm -hmm. And this is why open AI and the people who work within open AI and mm -hmm. the people who are creating these algorithms, these patterns and these these just new new AI features. Mm -hmm. This is why they're so forward thinking, because they ask the right questions, but they also give it, um, like you said, a framing. Mm -hmm. So one of the very first things you should do when you're opening up ChatGPT and using it is first typing in, uh, take the role of blank. So mm -hmm. for example, I told you guys about it yesterday uh, during the mastermind. It was, um, I decided I wanted to do a Lil Wayne song because I seen my guy, Robert, um, shout out to him. He did a video of Kanye West rapping, yeah. but it was his voice. So I was like, all right, let me try the same thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I took, I basically told Chad GPT to take the role of Lil Wayne, create a <laughs> song <laughs> talking about investing and yeah. do it within 500 words. So it spat out a song. I went to the mic. I spit it out. 
Then I used a voice changer, Deep L, translated my voice to Little Wayne's yeah. because they already have his voice on there. And then you have a Little Wayne song. But the thing is, is like now if you're able to do this, you can do that with Drake. You can do that with Kanye. You can do mm -hmm. it with dead artists, right? right? And I talked about this on one of my YouTube videos. It's like what what happens because labels are already doing this crazy right now, right? right? But what happens when you're not paying attention to these contracts? You sign a contract and they own rights to your entire voice. So when you die, they still make money off of you. <laughs> is that not like... That's, that's crazy. crazy yeah so we can keep spinning out new music but the thing is is the algorithm doesn't know any better so when you All post right. it on youtube and you just put an image of drake with you know and you can go do that with mid-journey you know you can mm -hmm. say drake with a turban on right mm -hmm. and then it'll give you an image of drake you put it as the the, the video Thumb thumbnail, yeah. thumbnail of the video and it's just sitting there and then you play the ai song that you just made but you're gonna make money from youtube because people like the song Right, and there's no way for, and this is the even crazier part. If you take it a step farther, you know, it it doesn't just stop there, right? You can literally hone in on exactly what people like to hear. Mm -hmm. So now you make perfect music. What happens when you make perfect music? You get audiences of people who subscribe to you, who want to watch you, who want to listen to more of the right. stuff you drop, and then you start going viral, right? right. You could post those videos, a little snippet on TikTok, it goes right. viral. Send them to YouTube, and then they watch the YouTube video, they like it, and now you make ad revenue and you make money based off of the ad revenue on the on the video. Because there's already so many faceless uh, YouTube channels, right? Exactly. A and lot of it. Shout yeah. out to David. Um, yeah, shout out to yeah, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, that already, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, Dan, you got kind of got me. I'm, I'm not a man for, uh, lost for words often, yeah. but yeah, 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 that's yeah. crazy. But I mean, it just shows you like the power of evolution. Of, and it's sure there's like a small percentage of like music purists who are like, no, if this is not the real Drake, I'm not gonna listen to it. But at the end of the day, people are self-interested. Self so it's like, if I like the music, especially like if the artist is no longer here, I want to still listen to that artist, right? Yeah. And that's what we got to realize. People people think that, no, people are going to only listen to the artist. No, they want that vibe. They mm -hmm. want that energy. Exactly. And if we can still get that, even when they're not here, sad to say, right? And, and that's a testament to the artist. You so good, bro. Even when you're not here, we want AI Drake. That's crazy. That's powerful. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways that this yeah. So this many ways. Go. I yeah. think too, it's like, if you look at human interaction when you're in the car, say so like you got four of your boys in the car yeah. and you're looking for that song, that yeah. banger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you want to play something they don't know. Yeah. So then you put on one of these AI songs. Oh yeah, this that new Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking about he's going to search. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all in there bombing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's human interaction. And that's yeah. why I always tell people the goal of open AI and these 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 algorithms and, and AI is to mimic human behavior. Right. And to allow it to basically compact what we know. Mm -hmm. from information online and patterns and numbers and things like that right compact it mm -hmm. and then give us the best of the best right so it's just a series of inputs and outputs how many yeah. questions and problems do i have how right. many different answers and solutions can i get out and the thing about people that people got to realize about technology at its core technology mm -hmm. was never designed to replace people exactly technology was designed to increase efficiency right fork is technology so you have to eat with your hands yeah. right so people don't realize each evolution of technologies, how can it make humans more efficient so that we aren't a slave to capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. Like if if we can figure out ways to make money more efficiently, then we can live our life. We can spend more time with our family, but you have to look at it that way. So that being said, what are maybe a few ways that somebody listening to this podcast right now can maybe consider start making money from AI? I would say one of the, the most important things is like obviously services right now, yep. because mm -hmm. there's a lot more new entrepreneurs coming into the space. And we may, and what I, we have the tendency of not wanting to do a lot of work and that's perfectly yeah. fine. You want right. to get your time back, but you have to pay somebody. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, 
When's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. Right. So I think what we need to do is figure out how can we be that somebody or how mm-hmm. can we create innovative ideas that would allow us to exit companies later down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from creating designs, using Midjourney, using all of these different AI tools to being an email servicer and, and just really instead of, you know, that could be one of your selling points. I know how to use AI. I can create amazing emails, but even better, what I'll do is I'll dissect Every email that you've mm-hmm. sent before, I look at all the conversion rate. You tell me all of that. Yeah, higher. Yeah, higher. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So you sound, yeah. you just sound really smart. But those are things you have to take time out to go learn. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, using um, there's AI YouTube uh, extensions and summaries. So basically, I talked about this yesterday as well. Is we want to consume a lot of information, especially the young folks, because mm-hmm. we just want to find the information. We just want to be more knowledgeable. We want to mm-hmm. make more money. Yeah. And one of the things you can do is with this with this summary extension, you basically. You open it up under YouTube, you download it, and mm-hmm. then any video you watch, it compresses everything within that video okay. within two minutes of words. So now you can dissect multiple different videos mm-hmm. just from words, but you can get all the information, the most important ones right then and there. So it allows you to get smarter even faster. Wow. So I think it's just really, how can we create solutions for other business owners? Mm-hmm. How can we be so innovative that these companies need us, not just want us? Right. But I think it's also important, even what, what Bees is doing, you know, cybersecurity and anything in the tech space, mm-hmm. AI, healthcare, like even um, for, with Apple, you know, having yeah. the watches that detect your mental health. You know, that's that's yeah. stuff that we just yeah. you know right. don't really talk about. Which could be extremely helpful with you know the current state of the state of that environment, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. Um, so with you being uh, 24 years old, mm-hmm. so much wisdom. Um, have been in a few few different industries. What what do you feel like is is next for you? Obviously, you've you know leaned into the AI space. I'm pretty sure you you want to go further into it. But what do you feel like is is next for you at this point in your journey? Absolutely, I think I you know for me, I'm 24. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm everyone I'm around is older than me. They make more money than me, and I'm I feel like I'm in a great space right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I want to get even better with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be an even better dad. I think that's something that is very important to me because I dedicate a lot. You know, being an entrepreneur, you dedicate so much to your right. baby, which it's is your, your first, business. Yeah, it's your first yeah. baby. Right. It's my first baby, and then you actually have a real baby that needs time. Mm-hmm. And for me, my main goal is you know I've been investing in stocks since COVID. Yeah. Um, and that was like you know building my brands and things like that. Most people would have, you know, you'd get a $40,000 check from your brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you do 30000 in a day or something. You take that money and then you go splurge. Yeah. But for me, I was putting 25000 into the stock market, 30000 into the stock market. And this mm-hmm. is on a week-to-week basis. Right. And, you know, for me, I built up a passive income, mm-hmm. uh, a dividend portfolio where it pays me well. Mm-hmm. So one of my biggest goals right now throughout the next five years is to just accumulate so much passive income and in assets yep. that I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, without having to be on social media. So if I wanted to go duck off on an island, I'm going to duck off because there's nothing holding me back. And I want true freedom. I think entrepreneurs, we work harder than people who work Oh, oh, it's not even close. Not not even close. Not even. And sometimes we forget. Like again, there's seasons, right, of grind when you're trying to get things to the next level. But we can't forget the fact that life is meant to be lived. Exactly. Right. If you have a daughter, you want to spend time with your daughter. If I have a son, he's 15 months now. He's all over the place. I want to spend time with him. Right. Um, And just not forgetting that. I think that's one of the biggest gifts of AI. Right. Mm -hmm. That people might be overlooking is how can we leverage that to get more of our time back to do the things that really matter in life. Absolutely. Um, 
And so one of the questions we like to always ask our guests, uh, because it's no secret that our brand is here to super serve people that look like us, not to exclude anybody else, but just help our people get access to information like this that they didn't know before. Mm. Um, what does being a melanin millionaire mean to you? Man, I mean, I think it's deeper than just being a millionaire. I think millionaire is, gonna, uh, is a status that's going to come and go. You know, we think now millionaire, I mean, millionaire is just like a six figure earner. You know, that's what it feels like. I mean, you got to be a multimillionaire. You got to be an eight figure earner. You know what I mean? And to me, being a melanin millionaire, I think is just being somebody who's wise enough and also has enough humility to realize that I'm great and where I came from is important, but I have to also extend a hand back to the community that actually helped me get here. Um, And then obviously, you know, being black, it's it's amazing. I I mean, I ain't gonna lie. No disrespect to nobody else. I love being black. I wouldn't change anything about me. Right. And this is, again, such a powerful thing that y'all are doing. You know, Appreciate people it. need to, to have this information. And, you know, we need to talk more about assets. And yeah. one thing I've realized is that in our households, in our family households, we don't talk about money. I think there was, one, until I started really making money when I was younger, and that wasn't mm-hmm. even real money. That was like money that were to yeah. the point where my mom was like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. Like, that was the only time I talked about money. Mm-hmm. So we need to make it a, a core common conversation that we have. And even yeah. like when it comes down to our own ethics and what, mm-hmm. what we stand on within our family. So right now, yeah. like I'm creating a book that is an Akron book. Nobody else can have access to this, but every generation will have to read through this book because this is what we stand on. Yeah. You know, you don't do these types of things. This is who you are. This is mm-hmm. what your last name means. Yeah. If I t- were to die, my daughter, thank God is a trust fund baby now. Mm-hmm. So now that you have your own trust, this is what we do with our money. Mm-hmm. If anything were to ever happen, you can't touch this. Yeah. You can only you can only utilize what you get from the dividends, what you get mm-hmm. from the monthly payments. So right. again, that's why rental properties is something very important to me now. Mm-hmm. How can I get you paid every single month, guaranteed and take advantage of appreciation and take advantage of the taxes? Right. Well, yeah, let's pause there because if not, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, you know? man, uh, you know, thanks so much for coming on and, and sharing these gems, bro. Uh, again, you're one of the few people in the space who are leaning in and um, highlighting, you know, what what AI means and how we can benefit from it. So, if y'all like this episode, make sure that you like, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, follow him. We'll put all that information in the show notes. And until next time, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We hope that this episode was inspiring and gave you some tangible nuggets that you can walk away with and implement in real time. If you found this episode valuable, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time.